Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. Tired of a standard lunch of just eating and chatting? Want to get to know more people in your office? Or get to know them better? Play board games. Here you will get game ideas to fit any level of play, any amount of time, and any budget. This is Eat Lunch and Board Game. One of the early episodes of this show focused on Ticket to Ride and the various incarnations that I had played. A subset of Ticket to Ride lately has been the Cities editions. These have smaller boards, fewer trains to place, and lower player counts. Each only plays up to four, but I rarely play with more than two, just with my son. The latest one entered the market a month or so ago, San Francisco. Obviously, I pre-ordered it as I did Amsterdam. I only hope it is better than Amsterdam. Have the Cities Edition run their course? Or did San Francisco get the train running back on the right track? Welcome back to Lunch of Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. Let's take a look at the rule clarity. As with most of these cities' editions, the rules are very clear and straightforward. The rulebook layout matches the other Ticket to Ride games and lays it all out there in an easy-to-follow manner. Time to explain to newcomers. Explaining San Francisco to newcomers will not take long. Ten minutes max. The advantage with these smaller games is... They play so fast. Even if newcomers don't get it the first time, as long as you are helpful and not deriding, they should be set by game two. It might take them a few games to get a strategy, but the rules will be understood. Gameplay San Francisco sets up like any other Ticket to Ride game. Set the board in the middle of the table. Each player selects one color of trains, or in this case, trolleys. Shuffle and deal destination transportation cards. Flip up five of the transportation cards. As with the other city editions, deal two of each card. The player has the option to keep one or both of the destination cards. San Francisco offers a new mechanic as all different versions and editions do. For this version, it is by way of the 21 tourist tokens. Separate them by color. Set two or three, depending on player count tokens, on the five red locations. Alcatraz, Golden Gate Bridge, the Embarcadero, Sunset, and Potrero Hill. The last player places one of the remaining stacks on any location. Then the player who goes next to last places the other. In a two-player game, the second player will just place both. On a turn, the active player may choose one of three options. Take transportation cards, claim a route, or draw more destination cards. To take cards, the active player may take up to two off the top of the deck, two colored ones face up, or only one multicolored face up fairy. If you happen to draw a fairy, 
off the top of the stack, you still get your second card as nobody knows you got the fairy. You can also combine drawing and taking from the face-up options. Just remember, if you take one fairy from the face-up stack, that is your only new card. To claim a route, a player must discard the same color and quantity as the route they want to claim. Gray is wild. Gray is wild, but the discarded cards must still be the same color. A wild can substitute for any color required. For example, the route between the Presidio and the Golden Gate Bridge requires either two black or two green transportation cards. Or a player could play one black and one wild, or two wilds. The same player cannot claim both routes that are side by side. In my previous example, a player could not claim the green side, then claim the black side in a future turn. Also, a player may only claim one route per turn. New to this game are the fairy icons within some routes. This means that the player claiming it must have a fairy card and the other card listed. To claim from Alcatraz to Fort Mason, a fairy in either a black or yellow card is required. A last note on claiming routes. If only two people are playing, once one of the double routes has been claimed by one player, the other player may not claim the other side. For instance, if one player claimed the fairy and yellow route I just mentioned, in a two-player game, the other player cannot claim the fairy and black route. Once a route is claimed, two things may occur. The first always happens. Score the points based on the length. The longer the route, the more points it is worth. Consult on the board for the correct scoring. Beware, there's only one five-train route, and it is worth a massive 10 points. Considering most of these games wind up around 40, that's about a 25% swing. Secondly, if the route claim connects to a location that has a tourist token, the player may take a tourist token as long as it is a new color. If the player already has that color, no tokens are taken, and if the route connects two locations with a token, only one may be taken. The third action is to take the top two destination tickets and decide whether to keep one or both. One must be kept. At the end of the game, any completed tickets, where that player has successfully connected the two cities, no matter how zigzag the path, are worth the points listed on the card. Any not completed, the points on the card are subtracted from the player's score. Which is a nice segue to the end game. The end game triggers when one player has two or fewer trolleys left in their supply. Then everyone, including that player, gets one more turn. Then it is time to add up the scores. The scores from the completed routes have been tallied during the game, but it is easy to check and make sure they've all been accounted for. Next, each player scores for their completed destination tickets and subtracts any non-completed routes. Lastly, the tourist tokens. They are scored based on how many you have. If you've only collected one, you get zero bonus points. However, if you have collected all seven, that is 12 points. As I said before, in a game that usually scores around 40 points, these tokens can swing you to victory. Replayability. As with the rest of the series, San Francisco has plenty of replayability. There are 24 different destination cards, 44 transportation cards, and 21 tourist tokens. This makes for a different game each time. Most of the time, when the Sun and I sit down to play, we tend to play it two or three times in rapid succession. Components. The theme comes through in all the components. 
As I mentioned, the trains in this version are replaced with the famous trolley. They're made of the same quality plastic that I've come to expect from the line. The cards are nice linen finished cards. They are the smaller size. They are not the full size cards. The board is a nice chipboard. The score checkers are the same wooden discs. I guess I could have just said that this game is the exact same components and quality as the others, but I didn't. Lunchtime Potential. San Francisco can be played in about 15 to 20 minutes. Reset and played again. Ticket to Ride San Francisco would be perfect for the lunch half hour crowd. Artwork. Artist Julian Delval nails the 1960s peace-loving feel of San Francisco. Everything is bright and colorful. The train cars feature the trolley, a VW bus, a city bus, the famous Mustang from the bullet chase scene, and the ferry itself. Other slash expansions. There are no official expansions for San Francisco. I did, however, come across a weird other. Someone has created a Starfleet mini-expansion for this version. For those of you who don't know, I am a huge Star Trek fan. Also, San Francisco happens to be the headquarters for Starfleet in the Star Trek universe. I found the one sheet of rules, downloaded them, printed them off, but I have yet to play it. It introduces teleporting to the game. You are required to supply one meeple of each color for the players to use. If you take two of the same color from the face-up cards, you must teleport your meeple to the location on the board that contains that color tourist token. This locks the location from being built into or out of even by you. If no tourist tokens remain on the board for that color, nothing happens. I know what you're thinking, and so am I. What does this have to do with Star Trek and Starfleet? I have no idea. It seems like a less powerful version of the Monster Pack, Alvin, and Dexter. I'll give it a good old-fashioned college try, though, and I'll report back in the show notes. Bang for the buck. Ticket to Riot San Francisco retails for $24.99. A savvy buyer can get it, though, for under $20. At either price point, this is an easy buy. The quick play, small space requirement, and the ease of teaching and learning make this a great buy for the office. Summary. I have wanted to travel to San Francisco for years. Actually, ever since watching The Rock with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage back in 1996. I want to go to Alcatraz. I want to cross the Golden Gate Bridge. I would not mind catching a 49ers game either. Now, I have flown into and out of San Francisco, and I was able to see both Alcatraz and the Golden Gate Bridge. For now, I will just have to settle for visiting vicariously through Ticket to Ride San Francisco and watching my favorite Michael Bay film. Yet, I feel like that is not nearly the same. It also just occurred to me that the Presidio is also a location on the board, and that, too, was a Sean Connery starring movie. I love that movie for the thumb fight scene. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I will put a link to the YouTube video in the show notes. Anyway, back to the game. After only a handful of plays, I can safely say that this is well above Amsterdam, but it does fall a bit short of London. San Francisco is a safe purchase and nice addition to the Ticket to Ride family. I look forward to playing this version many more times, and who knows? 
Maybe I will actually get to visit The Rock one of these days. Please rate and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts, just like Bam Marvel did. Bam Marvel says, quick and informational. I'm new to the hobby and wanted to find new games, but most podcasts are bogged down with banter and information. These episodes are exactly what I wanted. Bam Marvel, thank you so much. I'm glad that you have found this podcast useful. So leave a review and I might read yours in a future episode. You can always reach out to me at eatlunchandboardgame.com, eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. Find me at podinbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. And remember, board games build bridges. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.